Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Check out Pulse, the pulse of the REIT market today. Now, we know COVID cases have been going up here in Singapore. As of yesterday, 1,055 COVID-19 cases warded in hospital, 128 cases of serious illness requiring oxygen supplementation, 18 in the ICU. Uh, over the last 28 days of the infected individuals, 98% have mild or no symptoms, 1.7% require oxygen supplementation, 0.2% require ICU care. And of course, the hopeful stats. Uh, as of 19th of September, 82% of the population has completed the full regime. Two doses, 84% has received at least one dose. So what does all of this mean for the REIT market? UOBK Hien keeping its overweight rating on the, the S-REIT sector despite the recent surge in daily COVID-19 infections um, because new infected cases seem to be asymptomatic. Most of them are mild, having mild symptoms. So so um, it's in its uh, analyst report note, Jonathan Coe saying the uh, FST REIT has in the past couple of weeks seen a little bit of dips, but some outperformers on his list include OUE Commercial REIT, Far East Hospitality Trust, Cromwell European REIT, Star Hill Global REIT as well. But today we're going to check in with our REIT specialist, independent financial advisor, Kenny Lowe, and ask him what his take is on the I uh, the S REIT market here in Singapore. Kenny, good morning. Good morning, Michelle. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Okay, wonderful. Wonderful. So um, I understand the iEdge S-REIT index has been trading close to a 52-week high. At the present moment, at, at a present moment actually, Singapore REIT uh, is undergoing the correction now. If you look at the FTSE REIT index, basically, they are it's retracing from the upper band uh, towards the lower band now. So at the present moment, it's about 861, and the next support level is about 820, another 5 more percent to go uh, based on the chart pattern itself. But this is also expected because during this period, especially in the uh, September period, the mm. market uh, historically tends to be uh, weak and also more, more volatile. There, there are a few factors that really contribute uh, to the weakness in the REIT sector at the present moment. So one of them will be the historically uh, September is a volatile month. Mm. The second reason is more an overhang on the debt issue from a China Evergrande, right? Yeah, that, that, that everybody just hear about the debt, just uh, associate the property counter to the REIT itself. That, that will really uh, dent the sentiment for the investor. Because if I'm a fund manager, I probably will be holding uh, back uh, before deploying my capital and, and do a wait and see uh, for a property counter. So another, another reason is because the FOMC meeting is coming up on this Thursday mm-hmm. uh, to, to decide whether the Fed will increase the interest rate or they'll slow down the bond buyback. So, so, and also investor or trader, they're also probably waiting for this Thursday result. So, and, and lastly, mm-hmm. like what you explained, the, the spike in COVID and really then the sentiment of investor in Singapore because we don't know how this one will go. Uh, whether we are still able to control, even the government also come out and say that uh, we will monitor to see whether our ICO bed will be overstretched and, and really monitoring all those numbers. So, so, so we, we probably need to wait for all this dust to be settled down before we can see a, a bullishness of the read uh, to come back to the market again. Mm. But, but by, by ha- having said that, mm-hmm. 
if you look at on the other way, there are a lot of bad news in the market. But greed somehow is pretty resilient for the time being. If you look at today, a number, most of the REIT are in green territory. Mm. Okay, so that's a piece of good news. I want to come back to China Evergrande. I mean, most people don't expect Evergrande to collapse all of a sudden. There is panic, and we're seeing that uh, with the sell-off. Certainly, Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index uh, tumbled by some 3%, and that was led by real estate companies. So are you already seeing uh, worries about China Evergrande impacting REIT sentiment? I think short-term, uh, definitely there will be some impact because there is such thing called movement in sympathy in the stock market itself. Mm. But if you really deep, uh, uh, analyze it deep enough, actually Evergrande is really have a minimum or nothing to do with Singapore REIT. They are totally two different things. We are talking about that in a property counter. It's mm-hmm. a developer counter, but in Singapore itself, we are talking about the, the real estate investment trust, which uh, the REIT uh, seldom participate in all the development work. And, and the other good thing is uh, Singapore REIT is not highly leveraged. Yes, indeed. But we have seen Capitaland Investment Shares, which made its debut recently, Group Chief Executive... Li Chikun saying the ongoing shakeup in China's real estate sector could mean interesting opportunities for players like Singapore's Capital Land Group. So in, in a way, you know, it's hard to say that we're not impacted. I mean, overall, yes, but specifically for Capital Land Invest. Do you think it could benefit from what we're seeing happening in China? I, I, I would say so because uh, in order uh, Evergrande to really uh, uh, restructure that, that, they had to sell their, their property. And during this uh, period, I think that there are quite a number of buyers out there uh, waiting for opportunity, uh, which are selling at a good discount. Right. So who knows that? If, if the, this uh, listed company in China, they're desperate to get rid of their uh, so-called the good property uh, in, because they have to do it fast. Otherwise, they are, they are facing a, a probability of default. So, so, so it's a good opportunity to go and uh, pick up some uh, undervalued property and also inject to the capital land uh, portfolio. I would say that it's a good opportunity to do the uh, shopping now. All right. So let's dive into Capital Land Invest, uh, which listed yesterday, and it made its debut at 295 on the Singapore Exchange. If I check in on it now, it's 297 for Capital Land Invest. Um, do you think, given its performance so far, you know, investors uh, seem justified in voting for it? Over the long term, I would say that it's justified to really split the Capital Land into this company because if you compare the developer index and also the REIT index itself, uh, the developer index actually trading, uh, historically trading the price to book only 0.5, whereas the REIT index trading above 1. So so uh, by really restructuring the company, really this one can unlock the value uh, of the capital invest. So so over the long term, I would say that is a, is a good move because uh, the the valuation and the price of book will really show that the, the investor confident in this restructuring. All right. And if you take a look at its uh, portfolio, it's expecting to benefit from global capital inflows into Asia and, you know, a growing appreciation of Asia-based real estate investment managers. How diversified is uh, Capital Land Invest's portfolios? Oh, this DLR is pretty diversified. If mm. the investors do not have a lot of money to invest in all the risks, Maybe they can uh, consider in CLI because in the CLI itself, they have about uh, uh, six 
listed REIT. Uh, I name it now, mm-hmm. uh, Captain Land Integrated Commercial Trust, Ascenders Real Estate Investment Trust, Escort Residence Trust, Capital Land China Trust, Ascenders India Trust, and also Capital Land Malaysia More Trust. So investing in CLI, basically you have an exposure to these six uh, listed REIT. At the same time, you also have an exposure of more than 20 unlisted private equity funds. So those are not listed. And at the same time, you will also have an exposure to the PBSA, which is a public a purpose-built uh, student accommodation. This is something, is a new asset class uh, we have not really seen in Singapore yet. It's a student accommodation. At the same time, they are also mentioning they'll be injecting the multi-family uh, asset class into the portfolio for uh, escort. So it's pretty exciting. And, and, and also, you also can see that actually CLI also uh, start to acquire the data center uh, in, into the portfolio and eventually maybe moving to some of the REITs. Because uh, Capital Land China Trust has already mentioned uh, they will in, uh, expand the investment mandate uh, to the data center in China. So, so by acquiring all the data center, who knows that uh, the CLCT will have a data center moving forward. Okay, so we often talk about REITs. But this is a new uh, acronym, R-E-I-M, Real Estate Investment Manager. That's what Capital Land Investment is, uh, ticker 9CI. Do you expect more real estate investment managers to list? Uh, it really depends because in order to do it such a big scale like uh, CLI, we definitely need to have a sizable AUM, asset under management. And also the fee income from the investment and also property management uh, have to be uh, sizable enough to really uh, do this restructuring. If, if you compare to other uh, uh, so-called uh, real estate, uh, so-called investment uh, management, for example, Fraser Property, Fraser Property, they, they, have, they are also a developer and also are managing the property itself. The price to is only 0.48. It's pretty low. Mm-hmm. City development, the price to about 0.8. Uh, uh, but if you really want to split into this kind of company, uh, the AUM must be big enough to really make sense of it. So, so the way I look at it, maybe at the present moment, there are two uh, REIN uh, have that size to really uh, do this restructuring. One of them is a maple tree investment, but they are not listed. The other one will be a Fraser property. Okay, got it. Now, we have to ask, what is on your REITs to watch list? We know that 11 REITs were included in the latest uh, FTSE EPRA NARIT Developed Asia Index. And, you know, a lot of optimism. We, we saw some of the REITs, some of the new constituents added to the index rallying and sizable gains. Uh, there were some outperformers, Far East Hospitality Trust, Cromwell European REIT, Starhill Global REIT. What is on your REIT to watch list, Kenny? Yeah, no, normally I don't chase uh, when uh, something has already moved. I'm uh, playing the wait-and-see approach and, and looking for those bits uh, which have been sell down recently. So at the present moment, my watch list uh, mainly will be refocused back on the top 10 uh, big cap reads because they have been uh, uh, performing quite weak uh, recently. For example, mm-hmm. Ascenders Reed, CICT, uh, MIT, MCT, FCT, Suntech, even Capert Data Center here has already corrected for quite uh, a substantial uh, amount from the historical peak uh, uh, recently. And at the present moment, those big cap reads can offer us about four, between 4 to 5% dividend yield. So, so it's pretty uh, attractive uh, for the time being. Uh, we, we seldom encounter this kind of opportunity to have this kind of big cap rate uh, trading such uh, attractive uh, valuation and also the dividend. Mm. 
Mm, good opportunities there then. Um, what do you think of global REITs at the moment? Are there some areas, some global markets that you're particularly interested in, some particular sectors? Uh, U.S. office REIT, the three, uh, Manual Life, uh, U.S. REIT, Capital Pacific Oak REIT, and also the Prime U.S. REIT, uh, based on the current valuation and dividend is pretty attractive. For example, Prime U.S. REIT and also Capital Pacific Oak, uh, the dividend is more than 8%. Wow. So, so in order to really uh, have some good diversification and also optimize the REIT portfolio return, uh, it's a good opportunity to look at it. But of course, at the present moment, it's going through the correction. So the investor really need to look at the stock chart to see when it's uh, a bottom. Who knows? Because, because we don't really know what will happen on the micro environment because of uh, U.S. Federal Reserve it may spike the interest rate uh, this, this, this week. Yes. It's a speculation, right? Yes. The, the whole thing can change the whole dynamic of the, of the market itself. So, so investors also have to be uh, cautious mm. and really know what's going on. Uh, hopefully, the, the Evergrande will not uh, uh, become a full-blown or collapse and, mm. and cause a lot of uh, super domino effect in the, in the uh, stock market. We don't want another Lehman Brothers. Listen, yeah. you, we talked about uh, opportunities now, and you mentioned the 10, 10 REITs that were on your to-watch list. I want to ask you, do you think Suntech REIT is maybe the most undervalued commercial S-REIT so far? Yeah, Suntech uh, is one of the most undervalued. Um, but yeah, it's 0.64. It's the most undervalued. If you compare to the price to book for the past one year, it's really at the at the lower end. But Suntech, I think that you'll take some time to really turn back to the previous glory day because the two sectors, one is the retail sector and the other one is the convention sector. We yeah. still really need to wait for a reopening. Yes, yes. Good point. Good point, Kenny. Thanks as always for joining us, Senior Financial Advisory Manager. Uh, and he's an investment coach as well. He trains investors how to build a diversified investment for portfolio. We're always very happy to speak with him. Have a wonderful day ahead, Kenny. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Michelle. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.